citizens, welcome to Lordy Wonderland. This is Phoenix West. How's everybody doing today? I don't care. Moving on. Today I watched Code of Honor, and I literally do mean today. I pushed this episode to the very last minute. Today is February 1st of 2017, and I watched Code of Honor today, starring the 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 great. I <laughs> I'm so torn on how to describe this man. Um, star stars. I almost said the late great, but he's still fucking alive somehow. It stars. And that is quotes around stars. I realize this is taking forever to say this, but this stars, if you can feel the quotes on it, uh, Steven Seagal, Seagal, Steven Seagal. Oh, Steven, you you give our name a bad, bad rep. I'm I'm a Steven. Um, Believe it or not, Phoenix isn't my first, real first name. So, you know, break down the little, little fourth wall there, talking to you directly. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. This I am I'm blown away by this movie. I watched it at I'm gonna say one AM last night, finished about three, maybe three thirty, because I kept pausing it and going, wait, what the fuck? I had to look into stuff. Very, very strange movie. Uh I have so much to say and I wanna do I don't wanna talk that long about it to be honest. I'm not gonna go into plot that much. Okay, so I have a weird relationship with Steven Seagal. It's my dad has an obsession with him or had at least back in, you know, back, back in his heyday back when I, I genuinely like early Steven Seagal movies. I, I find them entertaining, I guess would be the best word. And Mark for death is fun. Just some of his early ones. Uh, I even, I love, I have a weird love for under siege Two dark territory. Not the first one. I like the first one just fine, but I, the sequel. I don't know what the fuck it is. I'm not a, usually a train guy. I'm, I don't know. It's very strange. Um, on Deadly Ground is interesting. He uses a, a, a two-liter soda bottle as a silencer. I don't know what, how if that would actually work. I don't know. He really was breaking new ground at that point. Glimmerman is amazing. Um, out for Justice. You know, all these movies. Above the law. Hard to kill. Blah, blah, blah. Moving on. Um, he's Casey fucking Ryback is my point, though. Casey fucking Ryback. He's the cook everyone loves to get killed by. That's what he is. So I was alarmed to find out that his career is, and when I say career, I do mean successful career, only lasted, I don't know, 12 to 14 years. It really depends on where you want to put the cutoff at because he started in 88 with Above the Law. Um, Big hit. And then in 2002, he did Half Past Dead. I'm not sure if you want to consider that a hit, but it's his last like known movie. It's got Morris Chestnut. And I don't know. I don't know if you, I really don't know if you want to consider that a hit, but it's the last time you were like he had a, his last blip on the radar. I guess is the best way to put it. And then after that, it's just straight to video movies. It is all. It's like six a year sometimes. I don't know. There's so fucking many. In 2016, the year this came out, he did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven movies. Seven movies. That is a pornographic amount of movies. And I don't mean uh, so many. I mean porn. Actors in porn, and actors is also in quotes, do that many a year. You, You can't do seven full movies a year. The only reason he got away with that is because he is in, I don't know, six and a half minutes of each of these movies. So together, even together, he doesn't have a full movie starring in a full movie. But goddamn, if he's not the producer, so he slaps his name right in front of it, so you can you can buy the movie when it comes to. I firmly believe this movie's only selling in Redbox. Nobody is renting this movie VOD. Nobody's going to. Well, you can't go to Blockbuster anymore. I almost said that. But the point is, you're only getting it on 
red box. There's no blue box. There, there's, I feel like he has a strict contract with them. Even though this movie is it, itself on Netflix, Code of Honor, it's very sad. It makes me, like, uh, what's her fucking name? Um, the girl played, oh, my God, Storm. I can't think of her name. Halle Berry. She's starting to have that career. And I feel bad for her. I think she'll have a kind of a resurgence, though. But I saw, like, three or four of her movies were just direct to Redbox. I'm like, what the fuck happened to her? What happened? She has an Oscar. What happened? Steven Seagal has no Oscar. He has, his excuse is, he's Steven Seagal. I understand that. It's not quite as sad. Anyway, this movie is, I want to describe this movie, but I, I don't know if I can without using a lot of negative words about Steven Seagal. So if you're Steven Seagal listening to this, go ahead and tune out. <laughs> um... How about, how about this? Stay, stick around, Stephen. I'm going to describe my childhood. I watched a lot of your movies. I appreciated them. You know, in the same way that when you look back on the way you thought about things or the way you thought things were, you're, they're kind of warped. Like you're like, oh, he was great. He was a badass. He's an action hero. He was just like uh, you know, Bruce Lee. He was like uh, Wesley Snipes, early Wesley Snipes when he's in his action movie phase, not in his tax evasion phase. But I was like, oh, he's such a badass. He's, he's like the uh, – he grew up like right, right by me in Lansing. I grew up, I don't know, 20 minutes away from Lansing. He grew up right by me. He was like kind of a weird idol. I don't want to say – I don't know if I want to say idol, but I really like enjoyed his movies. I, I looked up to him in a way. I was like, god damn, he's cool. You know, you do little hand moves and I kind of did him too. All he does is all he has is quick hands. We'll get to that though. But anyway, so okay, tune out, Stephen. So what the fuck happened to him? Did he? It's like he entered a sub sandwich shop and then never left. And he's like, I'm gonna move, make all my movies here at Quiznos, and you feed me. Or, sorry, I'm gonna make all my movies at Quiz. I'm, I'm the white Shaquille O'Neal. That's what I sound like. And I'm gonna use the word fuck every once in a while. So you know I'm edgy still. He, he, in this movie, it starts off with him as a sniper, and he's moving around. And he's shooting all these guys in the head, and but he's moving by going, just moving his arm and um, pulling back on the rifle, and he's shooting all these drug dealers. And again, I'm not going to go on the plot because fuck this movie, doesn't deserve it. He's just shooting these guys in the head one after another. You don't know what the fuck's happening at this point. You have no idea. He is barely moving, and then I think what we're supposed to believe though is he's running around. And Steven Seagal could not be any less running around. He is just stationary. He might as well put a, put a fucking tent up. If this were Call of Duty, he would be getting yelled at and be called, you know, racist remarks. I don't know if he called him Japanese. He thinks he's Japanese. I think I don't know what the fuck Steven Seagal's going on. I don't know what's going on in his brain. I don't know. I want to kind of want to live in there for a little bit and just see what's happening. Point is, he doesn't move. And then the rest of the movie. He does the same thing. He just has a rifle. He's away from all the other actors. He's shot in like an alleyway or on top of a roof next to some equipment. He doesn't move other than uh, pull back on the rifle. And then there we go. And I'm an amazing shot, so I'm not even going to look where I'm shooting. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear my glasses that I'm wearing on the front cover of every single movie poster I've ever been in since 2004. He's constantly wearing these like rosy sunglasses or sometimes they're yellow sometimes they're red and he's squinting and he's got his hat on and he's got this he in this movie i'm not sure about the rest of them i don't, I don't looked into it that far but he's wearing like this neckerchief like fred from fucking scooby-doo he's got a big coat it could not look warmer in this movie everyone else is wearing like cutoffs and like like short sleeve shirts and shorts and he's wearing a fucking 
I don't know if he has like a leather jacket on top of a kimono. I don't know what's going on under there. And whatever's going on under there cannot be good. It's probably heart disease. That's probably what's going on under there. I don't. He, he's dressed like he. He looks like a South Park character of Marlon Brando or one of these like, when they get too fat or Orson Welles. He's become one of them only without the genius, the initial genius. Those two other guys had initial genius and then became the the joke that we all know and love today. And, and then died horrible, massive coronary deaths. Um, point is, he's he looks ridiculous. He's just run, running around. I don't want to say running around. I mean, he's just he pops in the scenes. He just shows up whenever the fuck he wants to. He doesn't really do anything. The whole thing is there's a he's shooting on these drug dealers. He's a he's a super vigilante, as the movie calls it. There's a detective who shows up on the set. And I literally mean on the set because it looks fucking so. Oh my god! Anyway, he's this dead detective porter, FBI agent porter, and Steven Seagal plays Robert Sykes. The psych is that he's not in the fucking movie. Psych. Oh, that was a lame joke. Anyway, so the detective or the, the FBI agent's hunting him. He's using. He's helping Detective James Peterson, who is the only likable character in this movie. I like that actor. Um. They. Sorry, the FBI guy's like, you don't know who you're hunting. This guy, he's trained to kill. He's trained to live in the shadows. He's he's trained. He talks in this weird voice. Um, William, the guy who plays William Porter looks like a Stephen Dorff impression of Christopher Lambert, I guess is the best way to describe it. He looks like a clay creature that someone made. It looks He looks so unreal. And he looks very different from set to set. Like when he's outside, when he's inside, he looks very different. He looks like a creature. It's very strange. Remember the Beauty and the Beast TV show back in the day? He looks like that guy. It's fair. Oh, my God. So fucked up. Anyway, the point is, he's, he's helping. Porter is helping this detective hunt Robert Sykes, who's a super vigilante. There's a whole subplot with the, the, the worst fucking news anchor in history, who looks like a Judd Reinhold version of uh, Russell Crowe. Oh, my God. Everyone looks like someone else in this movie. There's And he's just hunting. That's basically the premise of the movie. Um, and, and then there's the, the whole side plot with, like I said, the, the news reporter and trying to get his big, big story. <sighs> Who fucking cares? I don't, there's also a girl in here. There's a strip club thing. Steven Seagal's shooting random people. It blows up a strip club. Again, I don't want to go into plot that much. It, the point is though, about halfway through the movie, I came to the, to the realization, huh? Oh, oh, the whole thing. Sorry, I gotta say this before I say this. William Porter, the FBI guy, was former partners with Steven Seagal's character. They were in the army together. Um, they were trained together. So there's there's that. Uh, yeah, it's fucking stupid. They they go to a strip club to have a little talk, a little sit, a little talk, and then. God, it's so sad. I can't believe I'm describing this. They're sitting there in chairs, talking to each other at this fucking gangster bar. Um, Steven Seagal's like, well, if you get up, I'm going to get a chance to blow because i got a fucking bomb under there. And the, uh, William Porter's like, I, uh, what, what, what's stopping me from shooting you? And Steven Seagal's like, well, i got my finger on this little device here, and if you, if you shoot me, if my finger will go, everybody dies. Everybody fucking dies. He whispers. He, he's got a weird southern drawl. He's like, everybody dies. It is ridiculous what he does with his voice in this movie. Oh, my God. Fucking hated it. Anyway, the he's like, okay. And then Steven Seagal gets up and walks away. Um, and then he, 
the Porter character proceeds to have a 10-minute-long scene where he's trying to keep the chair in his ass while fighting. And he's like, oh, you got a moment in my chair when, when the fight's over. And then the cop, uh, the James Peterson guy, is like, there's no bomb. And he's like, oh, I feel a fool. <laughs> oh, my God. It's t- terrible. At this point, though, I was already on to the movie. And I was like, oh, Steven Seagal's not real. He's not real in this movie. And I don't know if that was just me going, this can't be real. Or I really was like, okay, Steven Seagal's not real. I, I get it with the cigar thing. I'm not going to get into it. You've seen, If you've seen the movie, you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, don't. Don't see the movie. There's a whole cigar thing. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's really him. He's blaming it on him. I don't know if he's blaming it on him or if he's imagining him. I don't know what the fuck's going on. He's just trying to you know, throw, throw the cop somewhere else. That's not him. While still getting the inside scoop, comes to reveal that uh, Porter's not really the FBI agent. The real FBI comes in. They start hunting him. Um, he's going after the the mayor of this city. They keep saying this is one of the biggest cities in the country. They don't ever say what the fuck city it is. I don't. I hate when they do that. Just say the goddamn city. It was it was shot in Salt Lake City, Utah. So just say Salt Lake City, Utah. If that's what you want to do, it's fine. I think the reason they didn't want to say what it was is because Salt Lake City, Utah is not one of the biggest cities in the country. You need to stop lying to yourself, Salt Lake City. Anyway, <clears throat> so, yeah, it comes to reveal that Steven Seagal, again, very confusing. They're like, Steven Seagal, there's only one man. It's one man. They do a whole usual suspects thing where the camera goes around. The, uh, the big reveal, again in quotes, is that Porter's working alone, I guess. But then we see Porter go in, and he kills the uh, camera crew and the reporter, who didn't fucking matter in the movie at all now. And then he goes in and shoots the bear in the head. He was banging this girl. And this poor girl. And then he kills the girl, too. But if he didn't kill the girl, I'd almost be like, dude, kill the girl, too. She's fucking a dude, and you blew his brains out. Now she's going to like think of that every time. Yeah, He ruined her. But then he shot her, so it's all good. I, I firmly believe killing women. Where the fuck am I going with this? I don't know. So it's been like so long since I've done a podcast. It's, it's been a month. I don't. I don't think I've done a podcast since the last episode of this show. So it's literally been a month. Weird, right? I don't know. I've, I've been. We've been doing videos here at LAW. So I wish I had a partner to describe this movie to because it would be <laughs> way way more fun. Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, he kills the mayor. Goes up on the rooftop, and I'm like, oh, here's the, here's the, where they're gonna show. Something cool. And then he looks over and there's Steven Seagal on the rooftop with like a thing in his hand. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Is, is so, the, so they're both, they're both real. What's, is this like a fight club thing? What's going on? I don't understand this. And then he's like, oh, you didn't, you didn't check your six. Uh, Steven Seagal's like, you know, you know, six inch sub. Toasty warm wheat bread and a little bit of mayo was on the side there. And put a little chipotle sauce while you're at it. And then he just orders a sandwich and the guy's like, What? What's going on? And then they have a knife fight. And while and then they show the helicopter and there is a hilarious shot where I could, I had to go back and wait, what? Where you see the actors in front of a green screen on a helicopter. But the actors are so fucking clearly not really there, and they're so clearly on a green screen. They didn't even bother doing lighting correction on the actors' faces. So much so that when we see the news reporting earlier in the movie, when uh, a is watching the news and like, hearing the stories that's going on, he 
she watches the news and we see the news reporters and they're just it's just two bored actors. I don't even want to call them actors. Again, with quotes. Standing there, sitting there in front of us in a green screen. You can see the green screen reflection around them. You can see the line around them. You have to fix that shit. The first few episodes of American actually looked better than this, and those looked terrible when I didn't know how to green screen yet. So, what the fuck movie? You have an eight million dollar budget. I had an eight dollar budget on my show. Fix it. Fix the fucking green screen. I can see the actual gl- green glow on the actors. Back up your green screen, okay? Just back it the fuck up. Did you shoot it in your mom's garage? What the fuck happened? I don't, you're a movie with an $8 million budget. I'm sure $7.5 million went into Steven Seagal's pocket. I'm sure that's what happened. Anyway, point is, there's a lot of bad green screen. There's a lot of horrible blood. He shoots people in the face and chest, and like he just keeps shooting junkie after junkie. And like these little blood, <laughs> I hate CGI blood, these fake explosions in their head, and this sprays blood on the ground. And when they're on the ground, you see a big blood <laughs> pool form way too quickly. So terrible. It's worth watching just to see that. It felt like someone's first movie, like, I did an internship at the asylum, like I said before, and it felt like one of those movies where it was people, they, they get their first break, like they were script writers for the asylum, or they were they did, they worked on them in some capacity as like a cameraman, somewhere in the crew, and they go, okay, here's a million dollars and make a movie. And I'm sure that's what the actual budget for the movie was. I'm sure the rest went to Steven Seagal. So it, it felt like someone's first movie, and they didn't quite know how to move a camera. They didn't quite know how to you know, teach actors how to act. They didn't know how to direct anybody. They didn't know how to make a movie. But, it, but it's not so bad where you're like, oh, this is like a student movie. It's not. So it's like in this weird area where you're like, this looks terrible, but it should look a lot better. And I love that area because it is prime for making fun of. Those are the movies we look for for Shitty Movie Showdown. We started, the last couple of movies we did were really low budget, though, but I want to get more back into this sort of shit where it's like, oh my god, this is unbearably bad. Um, anyway, where was I? Holy shit. Now he's on the roof, they're fighting, they're knife fighting. Steven Seagal does a hilarious tuck roll jump thing into the glass, like in Wayne's World, when on the roof, you know, she falls to the glass and on the the couch down below, but he just falls on the fucking concrete and he's laying there. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? Because the helicopter is about ready to shoot him. They're running. And then uh, our main character reporter goes back downstairs and I'm like, Oh, he's going to get away and they're going to go somewhere else. And I'm like, Oh, and then they just have a second knife fight down in the like boiler room looking thing. It looked like they're going to fight Freddy Krueger in a second. There's this weird boiler room in this building. And then they start knife fighting. And then, oh my god, I, I couldn't stop laughing because uh, Steven Seagal runs by this, um, before the knife fight, the second knife fight, that is. He runs by these two boards, and you can see the outside where the cops are supposed to be. And if you look, you can just see the, you can just see a light. Someone in the crew is moving a light around, like a, like a fucking 4K. And you can see the, what are those called, those, uh, the shutters on the light. You can see it through the fucking board. And I'm like, that's supposed to be the helicopter light? I can see the actual light, the casing the light is in. I can see it. Oh, my God. You lazy fucks. Just in a movie full of CG, fake CG, terrible MS Paint CG, just go ahead and fix that. Why not? You can see it. I saw it. I wasn't even, I barely even paying attention, and I still saw it. Fucking fix it. Fucking fix it. Um, Michael Winnick, you director, you. Uh, again, in quotes. Anyway, they have a second knife fight. Um, Steven Seagal pulls out a thing. I don't know. He's got this little device. 
to say back in that scene where they're in the bar and he's like, if you shoot me, I'll, my finger comes off this device, I'll blow it up. His finger is not on the on the button. And I don't think the I don't think Steven Seagal, the actor and producer, realized what he was saying, and he didn't have it on the like you have to have it on the button already. And then if you shoot me and my finger comes off, everyone dies. That's the threat. He sat there with it in his hand. Not his finger, not on it. And I'm like, dude, if you shoot you, that's just it. What the fuck? I don't understand. Whatever. And security camera revealed he wasn't even there, so no matter. Anyway, the uh, point is, he pulls out the thing again in this knife after the knife fight because he sees the helicopter there. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Why is he just suddenly know the helicopter's about to shoot him? I just don't understand. And then Porter runs out. Because he sees, I don't know, it was very choppy, very sloppy, bullshit editing. I hated it. He runs out, the building blows up, and then uh, they're all like, oh, thank God that's over. We found one body in there. It was very charred. Um, They should have been like, was the body 300 pounds? Because that was probably Sykes. That was probably Steven Seagal's character. If it was not, it was not him. Did the body ask for more more mayo? Maybe a little sriracha sauce? Um, Did it? No? Then it probably wasn't him. I, I don't understand the, the stripper who I didn't even mention who gives a shit. She has a kid, this fucking terrible kid actor, and she's a it's a girl. It's one of the girls, the Swedish girls from American Horror Story, the recent season the, from Hotel Cortez. She is just like oh yeah yeah that's all I hear in this movie. The dialogue doesn't matter. Um, two things. Okay, supporter so is alive. They they figure that out, even though they said. Oh, he's working alone, and I guess it really was. Just one man. Okay, that's fine. That's an acceptable ending. Problem is, though, we saw him fighting with Sykes, and we saw the helicopter about ready to shoot Sykes. We saw fights. We saw this. We didn't see anything from anyone else's perspective to see that Sykes was either there or not there. So... They have this, here's here's what really happened. Oh, wait, did it? I don't know. It's up to you. Bye. But it, none of it made any sense. I fucking get so mad. I got so goddamn mad. You have to say one or the other. You, if you leave it up to me, I'm going to say, fuck you, movie. That's my answer. That's my answer to this ending. This, this riddle that you've, you've twisted for me is you're a lazy writer. You didn't want to come up with an ending. You want to leave it ambiguous for some fucking reason. Do you think you're like a, a Inception-type movie? You can't do that at the end. I have to, my, my only assumption is they were working together. And if they're working together, that ruins the entire twist that they did and made it unnecessary and really pointless. And, oh my God, I hate this fucking movie. I, I want to talk to Steven Seagal. Are you back, Steven? Hey, Steven, how you doing? Um, stop making movies. You're 65 years old now. Stop it. How many more years do you have left of this? How, really? Honestly, is that why you did seven movies in 2016? Because you're 65 years old now. I want, I want to know what's going on with you. Are you all right? Can you make that TV show that you were making before? I never watched it, but it seemed like it suited you better than this shit. You are not an action hero at all. You can move your hands fairly quickly. That's about all you have left. Remember when you, when you were in an executive decision and you died? That was the perfect amount of Steven Seagal for me. I, I, I like seeing you. I don't like seeing you like this. This is embarrassing. I'm sorry. It just fucking is. I'm being brutally honest, Steven. And I'm sorry. 
Just produce movies. Get someone else. Get another face in there. You can be in the movie on the side. You can do that. You can do the M. Night thing. I don't care. Stop being this. This is sad. This is this is pathetic. <sighs> I love you. I don't know why you're doing this to me, Stephen. Please stop doing it. I just don't understand. And for the love of fucking God, if you have another movie where you're holding a rifle with your shades on and you're squinting and you have a little goatee and a neckerchief and a coat and a backwards cap, it's my fucking mind. I'm going to burn the red box kiosk down and just in flames. And I'm going to blame you and because you're not real. And then I'm going to be like, oh, it's just me. He's working alone. And I'm going to be like, wait, wait, he's really here. And I'm a knife fight with you. And, and God forbid if I use my legs at all in a fight, because you can't, you can't counteract that. If there's a fight, the knife fight where you just, he just, he's good with his hands. I'll give him that. He can move the knife around. It's like these choppy, choppy movements. He's done his entire career. I'm fine with it. Again, that's the part I liked about him. But God forbid if you got an actual fight with him. Like, kick him. Kick him in the goddamn knee. He'd be down. He would be down so quickly. He has no defense for anything other than the knife. Oh, my God. I got to get out of here, guys. I, uh, this movie. It makes me want to watch all the other Steven Seagal movies. Uh, Steven Seagal, great movies. These recent ones. Like, or Above the Law 2. That's right. He's gotten that desperate. Cyborg Nemesis, The Dark Rift. Some Chinese movie. Contract to Kill, End of a Gun, The Perfect Weapon, The Agent Connecting. Connection, Code of Honor, Sniper, Special Ops, which is almost the one I watched. Killing Salazar, Mercenary, Absolution, Gunshot Straight. What? <laughs> a good man. Force of Execution, Maximum Conviction. Some of these sound like Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Um, Sheep Impact? I hope that's a joke. Oh, my God. What the hell's going on? Um, yeah. There's a, a lot of movies. He either has to work kill, gun, dangerous. Like he, you're not, You're not that. Nobody believes you're that. Stop being that. It's sad. Stephen Frederick Seagal. Stop it. Stop it, buddy. I love you. Stop it. Don't give Lansing a bad name. That's where Michigan State's from. And that's a school I love. So please stop it. Anyway, guys. Um, yeah, that's the end of this fucking movie. I don't, again, don't want to talk about it too specifically. Fucking hated it. Terrible movie. Terrible just all around shittily done, hastily done, fucking terrible. Fix your goddamn lighting. There was two. There's two things in the movie that I liked. One was this shot where they go in the alleyway, and it's just literally just a shot, and then the camera goes down. It's the camera movement because the lighting was way off in this shot, but it looked really good. The the flute, the fluidity of the movement was really good. And then they cut. They quickly change angles, and I'm like, ah, that was over. And then there's a thing with, oh, fuck, what was the other thing I liked? There's another scene I liked, and I want to give this movie as many, I'll try to give these movies as many compliments as I can. Oh, God. I liked that they tried to do a twist, I guess. They just did a terrible job. There was another scene I liked, though, and I cannot, cannot remember what it was, and so I apologize. Maybe I'll tweet it out. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. I don't want to waste your time. So... Guys, check out all the other shows we have on LAWstudios.com. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube page, Lloyd Want to Land, on YouTube. Yeah, and do that. Check out all the other shows. Like I said, Shitty Movie Showdown, American. We just did an Oscar episode where we're going to do bad Oscar acceptance speeches, but I can't call it Oscars, so I'm saying bad award acceptance speeches. Yeah, that's hard to say really quickly. And then we got Nick Cage cast. Just episode five just dropped today with this one this is kind of the paired one next two months or 
double on the first because they're both on Wednesdays, so it's kind of weird. And then, um, yeah, on the other shows, what's the other video show? Hack to the Future. Hack from the Future. There we go. I keep getting my show wrong. Anyway, guys, until next time, in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. So long, citizens.